0: Today on the show, I'm happy to have Tomas Harklu. His company is called KiteMill. They're taking wind power to new heights. He's the founder and CEO. We are working with Airborne Wind Energy. So Airborne Wind Energy is the next generation wind energy technology where we use kites to harvest wind resources much higher up than you can reach with conventional wind what turbines. T- so, so this gives us access to more resources and yes. that gives us, again, higher production, more yield, And since we are sort of pulling uh, on the tether, we are handling the forces in tension and avoid the compression that you have in the big wind turbine structure. So we can handle the same power with only 10% of the materials. So, and then of course, you get less investment cost, which in combination with increased production will give you a really beneficial cost of energy. And you will also get systems that are much more mobile that you can move around. So this is a technology that is actually good enough to become the dominant energy production technology on earth. So it has a really, really high impact potential. So we are flying in the kite, which is a glider aircraft, crosswind. So we're sweeping a large area, flying it in a circle. We are using this tractive force to make the drum on the winch rotate. Uh, It produces energy. So we are flying in a helical pattern away from the ground system, and then we change angle of attack and we pull it fast back. And that happens 10% of the time, while 90% of the time we are in production. So you have a very high efficiency rate. And... Once we're going to take off from the ground, we can use propellers like a drone, and that's also how we land. So we can take off and, when it's zero wind at the ground, fly up to the altitudes where there a stronger and more consistent wind and start production. So, so it's a drone application. Mm. Yeah. So so the energy we use to get it up to altitude is insignificant, and also the cycle efficiency right is very very high. So so we, we will have a really high availability of the energy supply. And compared to solar and also conventional wind, we will be higher. So that will sort of solve much of the challenges we will have going to fully renewable energy. And yeah, you would need less storage technology, hydrogen batteries, and, and so on. So there will eventually be very few cases where conventional wind will be better than airborne wind but of course there is a maturing stage so we are not there yet and there will be quite a few years where we have to build out as much conventional wind as we can do much more than we do today before we the transition is complete but it can be the dominant wind energy technology so uh, during the the early days we did very severe concept evaluation so we were demonstrating and producing proof of concept because we like always i would say but on that it was more on state we were shot on fans and everything and we we had run several tests we had some good results but we were really struggling with the controllability and we want to go for more rigid kites that could last much longer because that was one of the issues we saw with the with the textile kite solutions, been Close. running for two, three years, and we we saw that we had to make some major concept revisions, and we had really strong IPR yeah, that <laughs> we had sort of built our investment case on, that was exclusive rights to to the most used kite design globally and uh, and this was of course a strong business case but we we saw that that would not make a big significant maybe in the early days and and there would be not so long time left on these patents so so we had to leave that one behind and and that's always a really tricky thing to come back to the investors and explain that okay the the ip the rights we have we have to leave behind and we choose to change the concept Seeing that now, seeing back on that now, we see that this is really important choices. And and those companies who fail, who actually raise these kind of problems for their investors, they end up on sidetracks. And my opinion is that this is exactly what happened with Google itself in their Macani Power Project. That uh, there was no incentive to make major revisions on the plans once they learned that maybe it could be Tough and hard so so that put them in a convenient situation to say it. Visit our webpage at kiteme and we have a YouTube channel and our own social media to have a good support in in the public society is really important when you're going to introduce new technologies so that that we have seen when we are studying the histories of these transitions and how they are happening most the most effective way so so this is also one reason why we are out crowdfunding now because we we would like to have a lot of supporters and a lot of stakeholders in the technology and that's actually also how Denmark gained their position as the leading nation within wind power because the large corporation refused <laughs> To to start with wind power. So the Danish government gave the incentives for the landowners and the, the public society. And uh, suddenly you had a big, a big amount or a large amount of people that were stakeholders in the technology. And that again let the Danish government obtain the good incentives for wind power over such a long period of time that the industry really got a good foothold. So we really enjoy that story. Hmm. Yeah, it's just some very interesting technology. So make sure to go and check out Kite Mill and learn more about it. And I want to thank you, Thomas, for coming on the show. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Failing the Success. Make sure to subscribe. I'm your host, Chad Kolecki, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.